Rallycross Conversations, chatting all things dogs and running. Join me, Michelle. Me, Louise, as we chat to guests and experts about dogs and running, sometimes whilst we are out running. Hello and welcome to this episode of Canny Cross Conversations. Today we're joined by Tim Boot, the founder of Protein Rebel, and we'll be focusing today not on our dogs, but on how we can best recover from our running. So hi, Tim. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Michelle. Hi, everyone. Hi. Nice to have you here. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Protein Rebel and what it is that you do? And then we'll get on to the, the nitty gritty of the protein. Yeah, of course. Um, so started Protein Rebel oh, about two years ago with my wife. Um, and so that was obviously during the middle of the pandemic. So it was a great time to start. Um, and the, the essence behind or the thinking behind Protein Rebel is like all natural sports nutrition. So the idea is that our products are gentle in your stomach um, and also kind to the planet. So that kind of came from a, a number of different experiences um, and also just doing a lot more running um, with the, the dads at my kids' school. Um, we kind of formed a running group and, uh, yeah, just started getting a bit older as well. You start to realise that actually what you eat affects you. Um, so that caused me to kind of look into sports nutrition in a lot more detail. Yeah, okay. Because you've recently done an ultra. Am I right in thinking that? Yes, yeah, I did. Um, which was, if everyone's thinking about it, absolutely you should try and do it. Um, it's a really good experience. It's great to see how far you can push your body. Um, and you absolutely can push it much further than you think. Um, so it was a great experience, yeah. Well, I, I'm not going to go into that because I'd quite like to do one, but... Um, <laughs> Not quite there yet. Just uh, Tim, what's your background before you started this? Was it before before I started this was in marketing uh, for big food companies. So I had my okay. own marketing business, working for yeah lots of big names like Kellogg's and well yeah Princes and yeah places like that really. Yeah, no, because because I was just when you said that you know you sort of looked into it. I wonder you obviously got the food background because it's quite a big. Yeah topic as well isn't it to, to the protein side of things and I'm you know I, I do a little bit of nutrition not much but I, there's no way I understand it or know enough about it so yeah I mean well you as you start running you know that nutrition is so important it's really important to keep you going but also you probably have met lots of people that have, haven't finished a race because of nutrition because of their yeah. stomach um, I think, in fact, it's actually the number one reason why people um, don't finish. So that's more than injuries. Um, so when you start um, thinking about it like that, then actually you realise how important it is. And we all know that we need nutrition to keep us going. So runners, you know, it's very easy to go, right, well, I need carbohydrates, don't I? Um, and that's a very common thing to have when you're running. But also when you start to think about the effects that those carbohydrates are having on your body, and then you start to think, wait a minute, why are people not able to finish their race because of digestion issues? And you look into the ingredients, you start to realise, actually, these are all chemicals. Um, maybe the two are here. Uh, and that was kind of my start point, really. 
Um, and the more I researched into it, the more I realized that actually natural, natural is the way forward. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm intrigued by this now. <laughs> <laughs> because um, the sort of protein, when I think about taking protein, and I'm sort of, I, I suppose I'm new to this, even though sort of my fitness background and everything like that, I maybe I'm not alone, but I think of people that are really bulking up and, you know, people in the gyms are taking sort of protein and and, and other things, I assume, um, to, to give them. And, and I kind of think maybe it's not for me, but from what you've just said, then. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, you know, if you're, what I found out through research and experience over the last couple of years is that runners are doing it because they really like to run. Um, for various reasons, you kind of get hooked onto running. Um, and whereas if you're going to the gym, you're probably going to the gym, yes, to, to bulk out, you know, to take selfies, those sorts of things. Um, and so getting protein content to build your muscles is a really fundamental part of the whole process or the whole part of enjoyment of going to the gym. But when you're running, you kind of lose all of that. And possibly, you know, a lot of that is down to the bad experiences you might have had when you take protein powders um, at the gym, um, because often you know, those are hard to digest. Um, and it's not really an issue when you're at the gym. One, you're not at the gym for as long as you might be running. And secondly, you know, there's a toilet nearby. <laughs> so, you know, it's, you know, practically, it's just not, not so much of an issue. But when you are running, you know, those things aren't, aren't true any longer. Um, and your focus probably are on endurance. You're thinking about speed. And it's only, I think, in the last few years that people, runners particularly, have become more aware of the need for strength and conditioning training. And having protein goes with that as well. Um, so it's a really fundamental part of your nutrition plan if you're going to be a runner that's going to take your enjoyment level to the next level. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So so I guess we all need to be thinking about taking protein. Is that kind of, would that be just after exercise then? Or yeah, I mean, is there a certain amount we need to be looking at per day, for example, or per week? Yes. Yeah. I mean, so obviously, you know, we can all get protein from our normal food, our normal diet, you know, and that's absolutely what we must do. Um, the government recommends that we consume um, 0.8 grams per kilo um, for, for a normal, normal person. Um, but if you're active, then you kind of want to double that or maybe quadruple that. Um, that's certainly what the latest science is saying. And that all depends on, on you as an individual. So you have to find your right level. Um, so it's a, it's a really important part of um, recovery and also injury prevention. Uh, and that's what I was going to sort of following on for that. And maybe we should have asked this first, the importance of protein in the body. So it's recovery and yeah. injury prevention. But is there anything else that we should, the reasons why we should be taking it? Yeah, so just going back to why people who go to the gym take protein and focus on that um, 
element, uh, nutrient rather. Um, that's because when you go through a gym exercise, you're, you're breaking down your muscle fibers and the process of rebuilding them, which is your body repairing itself after lifting weights, for example, you know, is the process of making your muscles stronger. And you need protein to do that. That facilitates that muscle protein synthesis. Um, so you need to have protein in your body, first of all, to, to able to do that. So there has for a long period of time been talk of a magic window where you need to consume your protein within 30 minutes of finishing your exercise. But actually, more recent uh, research has shown that that's not really how our bodies work. Um, you really want to have a high protein diet throughout the day. Um, and that kind of makes a bit more sense when you think about how you digest things. It just doesn't suddenly happen like that when you consume it. Um, it takes a bit of time to get into your bloodstream. So having a high protein diet throughout the day when you're doing strength and conditioning training, whatever that might be, going down to the gym or, or some, something Pilates. else, you know, really Pilates, exactly. You know, that, that's really important to help you um, facilitate that muscle protein synthesis, that rebuilding of your muscle fibers that are broken in your in your exercise regime. And that's all it's all natural. There's nothing scary here. Um, it's all natural. That's just the way you build up your muscles. Um, so, yeah, that, that's exactly what you want to do. Yeah. So how do we know if we're getting enough or more importantly, how do we know if we're not getting enough protein? Like is is other signs we should look out for? Yeah, absolutely. You've got to listen to your body, first of all. Um, and that's really, that's often quite, it's an easy thing to say, but it's quite difficult to do. So if you're getting aches and pains, for example, you know, that could be a sign, for example, that you could up your protein intake. Um, so it's something you want to do over a period of time. You'll also know, you know, if you're doing training and you're increasing your protein intake and you're, for example, getting faster, then you know it's having a positive effect. Yeah. yeah if the op opposite is happening, you're yeah. training and you're getting slower, then, you know, you probably want to change something. Um, one of the really interesting things about food is we're all individuals. So you've got to kind of listen to your body and to understand what's working and, and do a bit of test and learn. So you can follow government guidelines, you can listen to experts, but actually, fundamentally, you've got to listen to your body. So I, I suppose it goes back to what I was saying before. If because if, we, Michelle and I, teach a lot of people that are starting out running, or hmm. um, yeah, or, or just don't even consider themselves runners. I think there's a lot of people yeah. that don't, or, or or it's something new that they've started. Should they be starting to think about this straight away, taking more protein into their body? I think, I think you should be starting to, to look at your nutrition if you're starting on a running journey. You know, that you'll be aware that lots of people start and then stop. And, and why is it that people are stopping? It's because they're not enjoying it. Um, so that will happen on a, a number of different levels. But probably the key three things are, you know, they're, you know, they're not enjoying the mental side of it. You know, they're not enjoying, they're getting injured and, and the pain it's causing in their body. And then they're not getting their diet right to support the, the new exercise that they're doing. So if you're just starting out, yes, you absolutely want to look at your nutrition because you want those three things particularly 
to work together so that you can carry on doing your running and get the maximum enjoyment out of it. And for some people, that's, you know, running a marathon. For other people, you know, it's just doing 5Ks um, or something else, you know, an ultra or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. It doesn't really matter, you know, as long as you're enjoying it, you know, that's great. And getting your diet right will allow you to, to enjoy it. Yes. So depending on the type of exercise that we're doing and, and the amount, so I guess we'll need to take more protein the more exercise we're doing. And we've talked yeah. about kind of getting enough protein over the day if we are strength training. But is yeah. there, I mean, do, do protein, are there any protein guidelines beyond what the government offer for day-to-day for exercise? Or is, is that just a case of listening to your body then? Yeah, it is really a case of listening to your body. So if you're... If you're, so the government guideline, like I said, is 0.8 grams um, of protein per kilogram of body weight. So that's roughly sort of two chicken breasts a day for the sort of someone weighing sort of 75 kgs. Yeah. Um, Now I'm, I'm heavier than that. You know, Mm. I'm kind of 90. Um, And then they're talking about, you know, the experts, um, the researchers are talking about taking between two and four times that. Um, So, you know, you want to think about what you're eating. And that's where, you know, protein powders can really come in. Um, It's a great way of topping up um, what you might otherwise be doing. And the other thing is that when you've been running for a long period of time, you know, often when you've stopped running, you actually don't really feel like eating anything. You don't, um, do you? What is that you know, about? I mean, I always want a cup of tea. <laughs> I don't know about anything else, but food, yeah, not not always. Well, it's because it? your stomach's that kind of washing machine. Yeah. You know, yeah. you've been pounding along, you know, your legs have been going up and down. And so your stomach's moving, all the blood's moving to your hands and your feet to keep you going. Um, and so then that's where the digestion issues really come in. Um, so then you suddenly stop doing all of that and you know, your body's going, what's going on? You know? Um, and so yeah, protein shakes can really help because they're easy to digest. You know, they're in a liquid form for a start. Um, it's something you don't have to actually physically prepare. Um, yeah. because I don't know about you, but when you finish, yeah, you want a cup of tea, you want to sit down, you, you probably don't want a three course meal um so yeah it's really flexible and can we can we overdo our protein you can in extreme circumstances just like in the way you can overdo drinking too much water so you know obviously you know you can yeah you can but it's not really an issue for most healthy people yeah and it's about getting that balance over all the all the nutrients isn't it really yes absolutely absolutely yeah. yeah so should we chat a bit about the different types of protein that there are because you're very you're mostly plant-based aren't you but you do have a different different protein as well that i'll let you i'll let you talk about yeah there are so there aren't there there are you know so for example um we talked a bit about whey you know that's the most common source of, of protein in protein powders um yeah and it tastes good and it's something most people are familiar with um but it really comes with some issues so the first one is around digestion as we talked about not an issue if you're in the gym but if you're outside running definitely an issue 
Um, but also from a sustainability point of view, you know, it's, it's not good for, for the planet. And, you know, obviously lots of things are happening now at the moment, um, yeah. to make us more aware of, yeah. of the impacts that we're having. So looking at other alternative sources of protein is really important. So the obvious is plant based. Mm. Um, so there you want in your protein powder, you want to look for a mix of plants because plants aren't considered um, a complete protein. Mm. So they haven't got all the amino acids that animal proteins have. And so therefore you need a combination of that. Um, and then, so we do those. And then we also do um, reload, which actually uses cricket protein. So that's crickets, the interest in uh, insects. Um, and the reason why we do that is because that has, is a complete protein. Um, it's an animal after all, um, and it's good for the environment and it's also easy to digest. So we've actually done um, quite a lot of um, testing around the digestibility of insects compared to whey protein and they're twice as digestible. So we worked with a company up at Newcastle University um, and they did a whole big test, putting it through like a model gut. Um, and it was really interesting to see them do it. Um, but the great thing is, from, from our point of view, crickets are a lot easier to digest. And the advantage is that it shouldn't have that effect that whey protein often has on people. So it won't make mm. you feel upset. Yeah, your stomach upset. Yeah, they're high in protein as well, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they really high. are. Yeah. So, and they're easy to, to farm. They can be farmed anywhere. Um, ours are farmed in the UK, um, but you could farm them in cities, you know, in the future, yeah. you know, and you could farm them in the outside and rural areas are really flexible. So it's going to be a great um, addition to our diet um, from an environmental point of view. Yeah, it's something we need to be looking to from kind of food security in the future, isn't it? And yeah. thinking yeah. about these things. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a range of stuff and because uh, uh, I've only got the reload with the crickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> twice that and then Michelle told me about it. I, was like, okay. <laughs> I have to have to admit. But you do. So you've got various products that you sell and, and what's the difference and, and why between them? Yeah. So really, I mean, one of the other advantages of protein is that it's considered um, one of those nutrients that helps make you feel full. So, and again, you know, if you're running, you know, you want to manage your weight in a healthy way um, because the more weight you're carrying, you know, the more pounding you're doing on your knees and your hips and your ankles um, and the harder it is basically. Yeah. So you need to have a, have a balance there. So we've got different proteins that are going to help you out. So we've got, Reload, which is you know, solid protein, basically, um, and nothing else. Then we've got protein that comes with carbohydrates, which is excellent after a run, um, particularly if you've been doing a long run because you've got the energies from the carbohydrates, but you've also got the protein to support muscle protein synthesis. Um, you've got uh, a vegan protein um, with high fiber as well. So that's great if you're trying to maintain a high protein diet throughout the day. Um, because again, you know, 
often people don't have that healthier diet and um, fiber is one of those nutrients that we commonly don't have enough of mm. so it's really important to get that mm-hmm. um, and then yeah we've got a, a new product that we're bringing out or have just brought out um, with collagen um, so that's a fish collagen product and that's great for the the connective tissues in our body yeah so you say you say collagen and normally I would think of the beauty industry and how yeah. it plumps up skin and reduces fine lines. So how how does that help our recovery then? It's a really interesting use of it, I think. Yeah, so collagen is, is a protein. Um, it's the biggest protein in our body, so it's in our skin. All the connective tissues, so our ligaments, our tendons, anything that's kind of flexible, really, um, and including our hair and nails, yeah. So, yes, you're right, Michelle. Um, Collagen is is in beauty and it's well known for making your skin a bit firmer, plumper, um, your nails stronger and your hair thicker as well. You know, those are the sorts of things that people um, associate with collagen. But it also helps, you know, with the ligaments and tendons as well. And there's different types of collagen, different sources of collagen you can get. So the common one is from from cattle, from beef. Um, that's not as digestible as marine fish collagen, and that's what we've got. So for all the reasons we've talked about with uh, whey protein, you need to have stuff that's easy to digest. So we've picked um, and worked with um, a marine collagen company to develop our products. Um, beauty industry also normally has lots of other things in it as well (laughs) yeah um and that's that's great um but it doesn't really help us as as runners you know so often i'll put lots of flavorings in there or sucralose and artificial sugars in there and things like that you just don't need those um and the more ingredients you put into a product the more likely you are to cause an upset in your stomach or the potential um, upset in the stomach. So you just want stuff that's simple, natural. Um, And so, yeah, uh, marine collagen has a low molecular weight. Um, It should be easy to digest for the vast, vast majority of people. Um, It will help support those connective tissues. So, you, know, you need to take on a consistent basis, um, just like your training. You know, you need to do it consistently. Um, and it will, you know, fingers crossed, reduce the aches and pains that you get. So I'm intrigued then because I got Reload because that's the one, Michelle. Because mm. it's higher in protein. That's the one I recommended to yes, you. Yeah. yeah. So, so for, say, our Canicross runners out there and um, who are doing a fast pace, but 5k so short shorter distances what would you which one would you suggest because to me now i'm thinking well the collagen's going to be really good because one because i'm older so that would yeah. be really good for me um but obviously reloads high protein and then i'm not so worried about the vegan uh ones yeah. but you know there's a there's a choice there and now i don't know what to what should be <laughs> <laughs> i know that's the trouble when you've got new products isn't it yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, obviously, yeah, from my point of view, you could take them all. Um, but no, seriously, um, I mean, the Run Easy is our new product with collagen. Um, I think that is an excellent product. Uh, if you're doing short runs, 
um, fast pace, because I suppose, you know, then that would be a really good solution. Um, It's something that's very easy to add into your diet as well. You know, to support if you're starting to go longer distances or maybe more regularly, um, then, you know, having a protein powder would be a great addition to your diet as well. Okay. And and sort of does it, does anyone sort of any one product better for age related? So I, you know, because obviously our bodies change a lot as we get older um, and yes. things stiffen and slower down and whatever. So with the run easy, probably because of the collagen, um, be better if you're older or is it, um, is it not? Yes, but... But there's other things to consider as well. You know, it's more about the frequency and the type of running you're doing. So if you're running in a city on pavement, that would be quite a different experience to running in a rural area on a trail. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you're doing it frequently as well, the frequencies and the volume. So those things are probably more important. But you're absolutely right, Louise. You know, with collagen, as you get older, you know, we kind of peak in our early 20s in collagen production and then our collagen declines over time. So that's where, um, you know, a product like Run Easy Marine Collagen can really help because it can boost your, your collagen in your body and help with support your connective tissues and yeah. therefore reducing the aches and pains. And and the risk of injury, I assume, as well. Because Yeah, well, they kind of go together, don't yeah, they? Yeah. You yeah. know, if you're getting aches and pains, it's normally because something's not quite right. Um, so it could be with your running technique. It could be just, you know, warming up and warming down. You know, there's lots of things that can cause that. But it's normally, again, listening to your body um, yeah. and you've got to change something or, yeah. or do something to just improve it. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could just be poor diet that we talked about earlier, you know. Simply yeah. not enough, not enough protein. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly the sort of thing that you yeah. can change. And that's probably for most people, isn't it? Is the lack of protein in their diet? Yeah, I mean, I you know, after talking to customers for like you know, last sort of two years, you realise that everyone's doing stuff. You know, you've got kids, you've yeah. got work, you know, you've got normal life going on and you're trying to fit in some running. Yeah. Um, and so all of that means, you know, there's probably not enough time to do all the things you want to do. So you're having to look for other solutions. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, and I'm really intrigued, actually, because I think I think it's, it's sort of getting it out to the people that don't think they need it like the the people like we talked about earlier the people that are just starting running or yeah. or think the recreational runners or or whatever and 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 it's still really really important um yeah absolutely well i mean if you're if you're starting to run i mean it's a bit like having a coach isn't it you know a running coach you know you can you can run of yeah. course everyone pretty much everyone can run so but if you have a running coach then they can give you some structure, they can give you some motivation, you know, they can give you some drills and exercise and targets, and that really helps. And it's the same with nutrition as well. You know, taking the right nutrition will help you enjoy your running more often, and then you're more likely to carry on doing it. 
Yeah, and, I, and sorry, because I because Michelle and I are, are both sort of working on our nutrition at the moment, and we're yeah, both, we are, aren't we? Yeah, we're, we're trying really hard to take on more and more protein. Protein, <laughs> protein rebels, obviously helping with yeah. But we're noticing the difference. Yeah, which we are. Is, which is the really, and I've started, you know, with your your reload, mm. um, and you do start to notice the difference. Um, so That's yeah, right. no, it's. it's it is. It's really important. Yeah. I mean, thinking about what Tim said earlier about two chicken breasts being what the government recommends a day, like we've been eating so much more than that, haven't we? Plus yeah. our additional protein yeah. after mm. drinks after exercise. And you think, yeah, maybe the world's not getting enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's obviously why we feel good at the moment. Well, I mean, you know, one of the things that um, I've been looking into research and you realise how little research there is yeah. involving women. Yes. Um, so most of the research is on younger <laughs> men. <laughs> <laughs> so all the things that you know the experts are talking about is based on that type of research. Yeah. Um, whereas actually, as we've all discussed, you know, our bodies change, our, our nutritional needs change over time. Um, so there is a really good case that we are not consuming enough protein. Um, you know, if we follow the government guidelines, you know, we're not following, not having enough protein in our body to sustain ourselves. Yeah. And also going from what you were talking about with people's lives, you know, we're at an, well, I'm at an age where my son doesn't need me anymore, you know, because he's a teenager and whatever. So I've got more time for me. So I'm doing more exercise. So actually, I need to be thinking about this even more. Um, yeah. with also what's going on in my body? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you want to enjoy it, don't you? And you yeah. want to you want to carry on doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah. Again, the right after my own heart there <laughs> <laughs> i'm always preaching <laughs> absolutely absolutely You're right. no it's it's i mean i i think that's fascinating and uh we need to we need to promote even more yes <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah so is there anything else that we need to consider tim before we because i'm conscious of time before we um we finish up do you think um, well, I think we've kind of given it a really good overview. Yeah. Um, just to, to talk about a little bit of some of the, the things that we're doing. We're, we're researching, um, with the University of Chester, um, around crickets, particularly. Um, so they've just got a really big grant. Um, so they've now got a PhD student researching crickets and how they affect uh, performance compared to other types of protein as well so it's not something that's going to be going away yeah um, you know it's a thing that's going to become bigger and more interesting um, as we focus on sustainability and I'm you know, really glad that we've managed to put you know run easy the marine collagen product we were talking about in a, in a metal tin rather yeah. than a plastic tin because again, you know, that's complete metal's completely recyclable, recycles forever. Um, so again, you know, it's just trying to find ways to reduce our impact on the environment as well as deliver good natural products that are gonna have a, an impact on our on our running. That's brilliant. It's brilliant. And where can people find you, Tim? So we can find us on Amazon, um, on our own website, proteinrebel.com um and uh, good independent running stores Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, put, we'll put all the links below 
Yeah, in the show notes, but that's brilliant. Thank you so much, Tim. I mean, it's been enlightening, and I hope our listeners have really enjoyed that and given them a bit of food for thought or, or well, protein powder for thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's something that I think, I mean, Michelle and I are already noticing the difference. So I think it's something right. that we we should be looking into a little bit more. So I hope that if you've got any questions, just head over. I know you're on Instagram and things like that. So I'm sure Tim yeah. will answer some questions if you've got any or tag us. Yeah. And there's some really good information on your blog, isn't there, on the website as well? Yep. Yeah. yeah we've got quite a few articles. Yeah. So yeah, uh-huh. come over, have a look, you know, drop us a line. Um, we're keen to hear from anyone. You know, that'd be great. Brilliant. Brilliant. So hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, please like it, please share and don't forget to subscribe. And if you've got a little bit of time, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Take care and we'll see you on the next episode.